0: You are here, my friends, because you believe in the LGBTQ plus community and the importance of sharing our individual stories to help influence one another by sharing our experiences. Okay. Our goal with the show is to introduce you to people and ideas that are going to help motivate you to pursue your dreams and empower you to believe in yourselves. My name is Alexandria Friedlander, and I'm here to introduce you to remarkable people who have helped shift the world we live in today. Today's guest is professional American wrestler, Kira Hogan. Help me welcome her to the show. What? Yeah, girl. Welcome.
1: Hey girl!
0: welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, I'm so excited. Absolutely, it's great to have you. You are a, a two-time champion wrestler that is pretty amazing. And you are 4'11". Is that correct? That is correct. I'm a little shorty, a little fun size. <laughs> but that just shows you, right, that you can be anything you want to be despite your height, your weight, whatever, however you are made, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about you. Let's go back to like, you know, kind of childhood you know, how you were brought up, where you're from. Let's share that with the audience.
1: So I was born and raised in Decatur, Georgia, which is like 20 minutes east of Atlanta. So I'm from East Atlanta, Decatur, Georgia. I was born and raised there. Um, I have a little brother, very traditional family. Um, My parents got divorced when I was six years old, Um, but my parents were great co-parents, making sure that I was able to see my dad and have time with my mom. Just the same. Um, I grew up doing a lot of extracurricular activities. I play violin. I played clarinet. I was a Girl Scout. I did gymnastics. I did dance, baton twirling, you name it. I wanted to do it. So I wanted to be in everything because I just had so much creative. I feel like even as a child, I just had so much creative energy. Um, but my dad and brother were the ones who got me involved with wrestling. Um, my brother was a huge fan as a kid. But, you know, as we got older, I was the one that stayed, like, obsessed with it. Um, But, uh, you know, liking wrestling, I got bullied for, liking wrestling. I got bullied for other things. Uh, And I just, I always wanted, like, I, I just knew from a very young age that I wanted to be a wrestler. That was something that I wanted to do. I was like, I feel like I can do that. I'm a huge fan. It's got all these different things that I've. I'm in love with the theatrics, the sports, I played soccer growing up, so I was always a super athletic kid, like I said, very involved, Um, and then after I graduated high school, I jumped right into wrestling, I started as an interviewer and a ring announcer in my first year, and then after that, I was like, no, this is not what I want to do in wrestling, I want to
0: be in the ring, so then I started
1: training, and a year later...
0: I'm sorry to interrupt you, but what made you want to transition from being behind the scenes, you know, talking about the action and, and wanting to be in the action? What was that? Like, what, what was that inside of you that, that drove you to want to be in the ring as opposed to behind it? Because it's scary to put yourself out there in front of the public eye. I mean, it definitely is, but in the ring, behind the
1: scenes, either way, like, I, I just, I was a writer. Um, I used to write my own storylines and stories. So I was like, I, and journalism was my major in community college um, before I, you know, knew that I didn't want to be in college. So I thought it was a good way to kind of learn the ropes of wrestling before getting in the ring, before I was ready to be like, okay, I'm ready to train, um, but like I said, I was just ready to train. At some point, I was like, I'm tired of being behind the scenes. I wanna be in the ring. I want them to announce me. I wanna be the center of attention. So it just came from the determination and drive wanting to be in the ring. I was
0: like, I'm gonna end up in that ring. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, quick random question. What is your birth sign? I'm a Virgo, September a Virgo. So do Virgos usually like to be in the limelight? Oh, definitely. Yes, I feel like we're introverted extroverts like we don't like
1: social settings all the time. But when we get into social settings, the spotlight's on us.
0: <laughs> you decided to, you know, get from behind the the, cam- the the ring. I mean, the camera and the mic and jump into the ring. And how did that happen? I mean, did you find a coach? Like, how does that work for people who don't, you know, understand how how it operates that that sport? So when you get into wrestling, you
1: usually go to wrestling school, which teaches you the foundations of uh, different moves, like your basic moves. Uh, You can also train to be a referee. You can train to be a ring announcer like I did. Like I feel like wrestling, the wrestling schools usually just you become a well-rounded personality in within all walks of life through wrestling. So I found a school, uh, WWA4, which is in Atlanta. I Like I said, I knew in middle school that I wanted to be a wrestler. But by the time I got to high school, I was like, okay, I need to be serious about this. Let me do some research. I hopped on Google real quick to look up wrestling schools. And WWA4 was the first one that popped up, and it happened to be like 30 minutes from my house. So I started going there um, with my friends. I would go because they had live shows on Thursday. I would go to the shows and watch the shows. Um, the head trainer at the time, Mr. Hughes, who trained me, he uh, heard that I was interested in being in the business. So he was like, hey, why don't you be the ring announcer and the interviewer? And I was like, okay, sure. If that's going to get me in. And once I started doing that just at the school, then I got booked to do it outside of Georgia and North Carolina and Florida and other places. Um, but Mr. Hughes ended up being my wrestling trainer. Again, he knew that I wanted to be a wrestler before I even wanted to be an interviewer and a ring announcer. And he was like, one day he was just like, get your shoes and get in the ring. And I was like,
0: okay. Awesome. (laughs) So that's literally how it started. (laughs) So you just jumped right in. Tell me about your first experience wrestling.
1: Oh, man. Well, the first day of training, I mean, they like I said, they teach you the foundations of wrestling, like headlock takeovers and just very basic, like day one moves, but they also want you to bump on your first day, which is how we fall. Um, And, you know, usually when you fall, your body wants to catch you. So you literally have to learn how to fall correctly Um, and (laughs) Most people, when they take their first bump, they'll be ready to walk out. I took my first bump and I was like,
0: yep, this is what I want to do. <laughs> Love <laughs> it. it. So you had the passion inside of you.
1: Definitely, I had that fire.
0: Uh, the LGBTQ plus side of you, because um, you are recently out, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And and that's a big deal that, um, just just to share with everybody, you know, I did reach out to Kira and um, she she's a very busy woman and I wasn't sure if she was going to be interested in being on on Lespod, but she contacted me back, you know, when she had- Months later. <laughs> months later, but you know, it's, it's all about persistence and, and making that connection. And I didn't know that you'd just recently come out. And that's a big deal for somebody who, you know, I mean- at the end of the day, you are, you are a celebrity. You're an influencer. You are, um, an example to the people. So I would love to share some of your stories so that you can be an example to the LGBTQ plus community, especially targeting lesbians since you, you are a lesbian. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Do I get um, honestly, lesbian. I mean, so when I, was young like I said I was bullied um I had a situation in middle school where I was talking to this girl and we were kind of secretly girlfriends um how old we were uh 13 okay uh and we were on the dance team together um somebody told our dance coach or teachers or somebody that we were like secretly a thing and we both got kicked off the dance team wow um, my uh dance coach told my mom my mom told my dad my, my grandma found out uh it was this huge kind of traumatizing situation that happened to me because everybody in my life was telling me how wrong it was to be gay and why was I gay so I pushed it to the back of my mind um Even though I had these feelings, I felt like there was nobody I could talk to about them. Um, But then going into high school, I was like, okay, I'm at a new school. I'm not with those same kids that bully me and threaten me and all this other stuff. So I was, again, kind of secretly out. Like I had my friends that were like out, but I really wasn't. But I dated girls. Again, it was in secret. I didn't tell anybody. Um, And then... After high school, I dated a man for five years, and I told him that I was bisexual, and he didn't have a problem with it, but as our relationship went on, I still felt like I wasn't completely myself. I felt like there was something missing, and my girlfriend, Diamante, or Priscilla. uh, Shout out to (laughs) Diamante. Shout out to my baby. I had known her for a couple of years before we started talking, like, I'm about to go into this sappy story. Um, but the first time I met her was at a wrestling show. It was our first time on the same wrestling show. And literally, I, I you not, um, the first moment I saw her, I felt this kind of like internal feeling like I knew her or she was going to be important in my life. I just didn't know what. There was just something kind of drawing me to her. Um, So I always had a crush on her years after that. But I never told her because, again, I was in a relationship. She was in a relationship. So I was like, no. And then, like I said, I had this traumatizing thing that happened to me. So I was always afraid of rejection from friends, from coworkers, from colleagues, from whoever. I was just, yeah, I was just terrified of rejection. So I didn't want to come out to anybody. Um, Like I said, I kept it hidden. Uh, I ended up breaking up with my ex, and uh, my friend Jamie, (laughs) I told Jamie, who uh, is actually trans now, uh, I told my friend Jamie, I was like, I really like this girl, I don't know, like what to say to her, like I'm scared she's going to be like, oh no, you're gay, like I was just, I was terrified to tell her anything, right, Um, so he kind of, or she kind of set us up, uh, and then we started talking, but again, it was in secret. But I don't know, like being with her and talking to her and my my co workers, I used to work for Impact Wrestling, all of my sisters, because they were my sisters, they could see how happy I was from one relationship to the next. They could see the glow within me. They could see I was happy all the time. And uh, they knew I was talking to her, but again, we weren't public or anything. And um, they actually, kind of gave me the confidence to come out online because they they were like, you're so happy. Like, why are you trying to hide this? Like people, we love you. Like everybody loves you. Like, it doesn't matter. And honestly, that gave, like I said, it gave me the confidence to come out. Like, and I came out online before I told my parents, because again, I was afraid of rejection, but I knew my fan base would love me no matter what.
0: And so how did you come out online? On what platform? on Instagram you came out on Instagram and what did you what did you post as like the image or and what was the content that you wrote do you remember
1: um so I actually me and my girlfriend did a photo shoot in Florida a couple months before um and we kind of did them separately but I had this shirt that says kiss whoever the fuck you want (laughs) with the flag on it and I was wearing because I was gonna come out for Pride, so I was like, "Oh, this will be cute to like come out for Pride." Like I don't have to come out with her. Like it's okay. Like, and she was kind of apprehensive about dating in the business, so I was the first person she had dated in our industry. Um, so she was kind of apprehensive about us coming out because she didn't want people to look at us differently or treat us differently, which is understandable. Right. Um. So I wore, like I said, I wore that shirt, and then we, I was like, "Come in this photo with me." and we were taking pictures together and I was kissing her. So I used the photo of us kissing as my like coming out post. And it was such a cute picture. And I wrote this long drawn out thing about her and about me and how much I love her and how she makes me feel.
0: And we pretty much came out together. Wow, that's incredible. And she's also a wrestler. Yes. Just for all those that, that aren't aware. Wow. And I I just want to, that's amazing. Congratulations on coming out. How old were you when you came out?
1: I was 24, 25 maybe. And I'm 28 now. So it it was like three years ago.
0: Wow. Well, that's really inspiring to the people out there that are around your age range who are still struggling to be themselves to come out because they fear society's um judgments. You know, it's yes. hard. It's hard. So I just want to from the bottom of my heart thank you for for being yourself, you know, and for going after what you're passionate about because you are an example and you need to know that. Not many people have the courage to be able to come out and really represent who they are because they are so scared about the public eye and being in the public eye as, as much as you are, it's a risk. So I commend you for for Thank being you. yourself. It's very empowering. Thank um, you so much. <laughs> absolutely. Um, what was it like when you when you got caught when you were younger? Um, what was it like, you know, being caught by your, your family and, and how did they react just to give some perspective to those that might, um, have experienced similar things or might be afraid to share that information? Oh, definitely. Cause I mean, everything
1: I've gone through has shaped me to who I am today. Like all of those experiences and I, it was traumatizing. Like I said, I was just terrified because I couldn't understand what I what what I was doing that was so wrong. I was like, what is so wrong about this? Um, and at the time, you know, there were like reality shows, like A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila. So I was like, oh, maybe, I mean, I think no, I like girls. Maybe I could be bisexual. And that's kind of what like sparked that. Cause I, I feel like I always looked at girls differently, not all girls, but I kind of had this different view about women that I felt like wasn't typical um so
0: what do you mean by that a lot like um
1: I just I felt like I was looking at girls in like this different way um rather than just being like oh she's pretty I I, I would be like oh she's she's pretty I kind of like her like but I felt like again because I was raised in a Christian household not like my cousin's dad is like a preacher, like I was raised in the church or kind of raised in the church. So it was always told to me that it was wrong. So that's why I always kept it hidden. So when my family found out, when grandma found out, I feel like my grandma was like the hardest hit because I knew she didn't, that was not her. She did not play about that. And um, it was just hard to like, just like I said, I just felt like I was disappointing my family and
0: like, like I said, it just felt like I was doing something so wrong. And what made you feel that way? I mean, did they say things? Did they did they ignore you? Can you give um, me a little bit more insight as to how you were treated that made you feel that way? Uh
1: yeah, that I was definitely told things. Um my grandmother specifically, I remember her pulling me into a parking lot by myself and asking why I like girls and I shouldn't like girls because it's wrong. Um, uh, my dad said the same thing. It was wrong. My mom couldn't understand like, why are you doing this? Why do you like girls? Like it's wrong. I just kept hearing it, it's wrong. I felt like that's what really stuck to me was it's wrong. It's wrong. You shouldn't do it. It's wrong. And like I said, I just had that fear of rejection because even in high school, there was a boy that I liked, and he outed me in, in front of my whole class. Like, he heard that I was talking to a girl, and he was like, what, you're gay? And he literally said it in front of the whole class, and I had to, like, leave the classroom. Like, so many instances of rejection, gave like, instilled this fear of me of never wanting to come out. I was like, I don't know if I'll ever come out, honestly. I never thought I would come out. I never thought I would have a girlfriend. Never thought I would be living with a girl. Never, ever, ever, ever in a million years would I have thought. But until I found my girlfriend, I I just saw so many possibilities.
0: So what would you say to the people out there that that identify as bisexual and um, might feel that they prefer one person one sex over the other, um, what do you have to kind of say to those, to, 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 to bisexual people?
1: I mean, love who you want, be with who you want. If it's a girl, if it's a guy, if it's a trans man, if it's a trans woman, be who you want to be with. You have one life to live and you can't live by other people's judgment or rules because nobody makes the rules. We're all human. We all have feelings and all of your feelings are right. And you are the only person that knows your truth. Uh, Like I said, I felt like I was bisexual for the longest time until being with my girlfriend. I was like, "I, I just feel like I don't think I could ever be with another man after my girlfriend. Even if something was to happen to us, I just feel more comfortable being with women. So I'm like, I feel like maybe I do identify as lesbian because I do feel more comfortable being with women. But it it's there's no rules to say you have to be under this umbrella or you have to stay in this lane. Be who you want to be. Live your truth and live your life to the fullest. That's what I live by. Just You have one life to live and live it to the fullest.
0: Right. Life's short. Enjoy it. It really is. And you never know if you're going to wake up tomorrow. So it's time to start embracing who you are. It's never too late. Being in the the spotlight, you know, as a as a celebrity, what is something that you would kind of like to see in general more in the lesbian community? Because you've I don't I don't know if you are involved, if you, you know, go out to, to lesbian events or bars or scenes. Or, or if you have lesbian friends, but what is something that you'd like to see more of within the community of lesbians? Well, right
1: now, I feel like <clears throat> especially in the spotlight, there have become, there's so much more, um, so many more people from our community being put into the spotlight to be able to talk about all of their experience, it's because I feel like talking about it has been such taboo. And <clears throat> I just, I feel like even in wrestling, because wrestling being gay was such a taboo. So many people were hiding. Me and my girlfriend, honestly, were like the first girl couple to come out together in wrestling because a lot of female wrestlers like don't date each other. But now there's a couple because like, I feel like after us, uh, like, I just, that's inspiring. yeah it is like and to and to be able to be like you know we helped kind of pave the way for other people to be like you know what it's okay I like this girl I'm gay I'm gonna ask her out like it's okay like if you like somebody and you want to say something about it say something about it please shoot your shot you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take my girlfriend said that like yes. you have to you know keep shooting until it sticks
0: that's what <laughs> yes, you gotta try because if you don't try, you'll never know. You will never know. You'll and we, do, we have one her. life. We have one life, right? So whether it's shooting your shot in in a something, a career, a job, mm-hmm. going after your crush, you know, starting that business that you're scared to start, um, you know, pers- working on yourself, going to therapy, doing things that scare the shit out of you. Do them because it's going to help you grow. It's going to help your self-esteem. Shit, we're running out of time. Um, and and it it's empowering. Um, so what is I'd like to know? I definitely want to have another interview with you. I'd love to know more about you. Maybe we can do an interview with you and your girlfriend if that's something that that would be of interest. That sounds awesome honestly. i I know she would be down for it. <laughs> okay, perfect. So just to kind of uh finish this off, um what is the the legacy, Kira, that you want to leave behind as a person, as a member of the community, um as a as a passionate person? What's, what's the legacy that you'd like to leave behind? And I know that's. a I, I, I just,
1: I really just want to impact people for living your truth. That's, I feel like that's something I very much advocate for. It's just living your truth. Like I said, like, um, I am, I wish I was more, I'm trying to get more involved in the community. Um, because like I said, I feel like I've just missed out on so many experiences because i was scared or I was hiding, but now I just want to do everything. I want to go to all the pride parades. I want to go to all the girls in Wonderland. I want to go. I just want to be super involved in like, because I feel so safe within the community. I was just talking to my girlfriend about this today. I was like, I just feel so safe going to these events, going to gay clubs, just being with my people. They just it's so it's such a safe community. And I just want people to live their truth live your life for you and live your best life. Like um, I've been able to do uh, events with impact wrestling. They gave me a whole coming out tour in Chicago. Uh, Yeah. I hosted a drag show. I dropped the puck at a hockey game. I was able to talk to kids, which being a child and being gay can be so scary because of society. And I, I, always tell the kids that I meet, just live your life for you. You know who you are. You know who you want to be. And don't let anybody steer you from being you.
0: I love that. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. What is something that, that inspires you to get up every single morning, even on your bad days, even on the days that you feel like crap, because at the end of the day, you, you know, you might be very successful. You might be out there in the public eye, but you are a human being, right? Mm-hmm. And you do feel feelings just like everybody else. And then also one more question, if we can get it in within six or seven minutes, I'd like to know how do you feel about the trans community? And um, it, I like that you brought it up because I've been working with the trans community very closely recently and I feel as if they are not um in the forefront of Mm -hmm. the attention that they deserve and um I just like to know you know what what your opinion is and uh so those kind of two questions and one just just do (laughs) your.
1: um I think what motivates me to get up every morning one is Like I said, just living my life and not trying to waste time. Like, I've been better about or been trying to be better about making every moment count, every second, every minute of the day count. Um, That's another thing my girlfriend has been trying to instill in me because I do have those days where I just want to sit on the couch and do nothing. And she's like, you literally could have the world eating out of the palm of your hand if you just put forth a little effort. And she's absolutely right. Like, I just... Yeah, I just try to, like, work towards, like, my um, my goal of, like, getting my name out there and being who you want to be and just showing people, like, being a nice person doesn't cost anything, like, just being a nice person. Um, so I feel like I just want people to know me for me, and I just want to get out all of my creativity, like I said, I was a writer. I want to get back into writing. I really want to get into acting and modeling aside from wrestling. I definitely want to see how far wrestling goes because it's been my lifelong dream and I live it every day.
0: Um, I love that. We'll collaborate because I am the filmmaker. I, I don't know if you knew that, but I'm a filmmaker and I do digital marketing. And we'll We'll make some magic happen. On oh, show. definitely. I'm excited. Uh- <laughs> and tell me, and thank you for sharing all that. That's very motivating. And it's true. You have to push yourself. You gotta push yourself. And it's very um nice. And I'm very happy for you that you have someone in your life who's supportive and helps motivate you to to encourage you to, to, to keep going. Yeah, Sometimes we is. I mean, we 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 were born alone, we die alone, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I think support and that connection is so essential. And I'm so grateful that you have that in your life. You deserve it. As does I.
1: That. I appreciate her every single day, even when we have those good times, bad times. I love her no matter what. I love her to the ends of earth and back. Like, that's we gonna be my you, wife girl.
0: one day. We love no, you. That's gonna be
1: my wife one day. I don't know how many
0: times I have to say this, but she's gonna be my wife one day. What is what is your your stance on the trans community?
1: Well, first and foremost, I just want to say that I have a few trans friends that I absolutely adore. One of them is in wrestling, or a couple of them are in wrestling, uh, but one works with me at AEW. Her name is Nyla Rose, and she is a huge advocate for the trans community, and she is an amazing person. Uh, I absolutely love her. I loved her before she came out. I loved her after. Like Again, people's bodies, they have their own own decision on what they want to do with them if somebody does not feel comfortable in their body they're able to do whatever they want to make themselves happy like if it I just hate that people feel the need to say how other people should run their lives or have rules on how they should be or how they should dress or how they should act let people do what they want to do we're all human we're all different nobody made us the same that's why we all look different so
0: and that's going to make the world go round. Exactly. Thank you so much, Kira, for being on the show, for being on LesPod, for sharing your experience, strength, and hope with us. You are an amazing, an amazing woman. And um, keep going, you know, like I'm rooting for you. A lot of people out there are rooting for you. And um, um I appreciate you. Thank you for Thank being you. here. Thank you so much.
1: I really enjoyed this. We definitely got to get my girlfriend on here. Yes. Honestly, I could sit here and talk to
0: you for like hours. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh...